there's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Always follow the money. money. That's what I always say. You always follow the money. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Hey, hey, welcome aboard. We are live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. Fun show. Two hours remaining on the program today, and uh, we'll kick off this hour talking National Football League as uh, it's time to preview the San Francisco 49ers. Paulie, a team that you got in the Black Jack draft earlier in August, they fell to eighth overall in a draft where a team was taken by 32 different people to win the Super Bowl, this team fell to eighth, one of the highest power-rated teams yep. in the entire league. I was shocked. Maybe the best team in the NFC. At DraftKings, yep. they're currently 10-1 to 1 to win the Super Bowl, plus 380 to win the NFC, a buck 90 is what you have to lay to win their division. And uh, the win total, it, opened, it actually opened up 11.5 at some spots earlier in the summer, but sharp money was on the under, dropped to 10.5. Their division wins at DK is 4.5. Over is plus 135 to make the playoffs for minus 450. Let me ask you this about that division wins prop. Assuming the Cardinals and the Rams are going to be two of the worst teams in football. 49ers sweep them for the sake of this segment. They taken one out of two against Seattle? Absolutely. That's a horrible matchup for Seattle. The Niners have been very good against that team. Yeah. And again, we brought this up yesterday when we previewed the Rams. It's a home game for the Niners when they play in Los Angeles. Yeah. So they went 3-0 and against Seattle last year. They did whatever they wanted offensively in the playoff game. And then uh, they sh- completely shut down Geno Smith in the other two games. So I-, I think Seattle will be improved this year. And certainly that, you can say Geno Smith's got to prove it to me again. But I-, I just think it's a tough matchup and the defense is so good and they're going to give him fits. Now, uh, they've done. this team has done a lot of talking in the offseason. Well, if he wouldn't have got hurt, we would have won. Well, okay, he got hurt. And, and then, you know, not having the third quarterback came back to bite you. But there will there be Purdy regression? If something happens to Purdy, what, what can you get out of Darnold? But it's just, it's, it's ridiculous how 
talented this roster is, how good the defense is. It's the number one defense coming back. Wilkes is the new defensive coordinator. And I, I, again, I just think it's an embarrassment of riches, but you get your, your concerns that you tease coming up. It's not who you play. It's when you play them. And they are by far and away the worst with net rest at disadvantage here, minus 20, as they play five teams coming off a bye week this year. Brutal for the 49ers. Yep. So that's the thing. That One of my, probably my biggest question here is the team and how they're going to navigate the schedule. Although on paper, when you look at the teams and their opponents and uh, their win totals for the year, it's the fifth easiest schedule in the league. But Paulie, I'll go back to last year. This is from uh, Warren Sharp. Three teams had net rest edges of negative 10 days or worse. The Packers had minus 12, Patriots had minus 10, and the Texans had negative 10. All three fell below their expected win total. Uh, The two teams that had the best net uh, rest last year both went over their win total. So rest edges are huge. And uh, Warren talked about the weekly line. Last year, teams with a net rest edge of three or more days went 32-24-1. That's 57%. And covered the spread at a 54.4% rate. It's even more valuable later on in the season. Since 2015, teams with a three or more day rest advantage from week 13 onward have won 55.2% of their games and have covered the spread 55.7% of the games over a 106-game sample size. So that's what the 49ers are up against with that negative 20. That's, I mean, the, team, the teams in the league that had the worst advantage or disadvantage last year was negative 12. Yeah. Add eight days onto that this year for the 49ers. Again, Lou Finnecaro, why he likes Kansas City under. They're minus 13. And then San Francisco says, hold my beer. Yeah. But as we talked about yesterday, the Rams are minus 17. So it, it, for most people, you look at it and it's four. But I say it's five because it's the Seattle game is off a mini buy as well. Uh, they go to Seattle on a Thursday night, uh, and that, that would be the mini buy that, that would factor in there as well. I'm looking at this. I think they could get to 10 wins, no problem. Now, it's a big ask then if you get up to 12 with that schedule because after the buy, you're at Jacksonville, you're at Seattle, you're at Philadelphia, you play Seattle again, uh, and then they, the, the Baltimore, the, the, the Christmas schedule is nuts. But you play Baltimore on Christmas at home as well, so uh, I think they're going to win the division. They beat maybe they have all these injuries. They still win games. Who's hurt a quarterback? Hasn't mattered. Just plot it. And for all this talk about they blew it with Trey Lance and they did well. Give them some credit for finding this guy as Mister Irrelevant too, and what they have in Purdy. So there's it, just it's just too much talent here. And while I like Seattle, I think it's a big ask to ask Seattle then to probably get to maybe 11 wins and somehow win this division, I can't see that. I think I think the Niners win this division, and who knows, could be the one seed because the, the Eagles right. certainly have a brutal schedule as well. You know, that that is the, the go-to talking point about Brock Purdy, along with the injury, is that uh, he fell all the way to the last pick in the draft two years ago. But our buddy Ian uh, sent me this last year, and uh, thanks for the reminder today, that you know that Brock Purdy was graded out as a first round pick by more than one person. Oh, it's in writing. I, I have the articles. Yeah. I, re- I read the stories and I have reread them from a couple of years ago when he was at Iowa State and when he was really playing good football. People had him as a first round pick. So he fell all the way to Mr. Irrelevant. So that probably tells me that that's a poor job by most of these other teams, if not all of them, in the league. 
and a good job taking him that late by the 49ers, but also going in that offense where Shanahan has been basically a wizard. And yeah, the Lance thing was a major whiff, but you know what else wasn't? Pretty much the entire construction of this roster, because to me, it is the best roster in football. They don't, the weakest link would be the offensive line. Okay. And if they didn't have Trent Williams, it would be probably sticking out like a sore thumb. Uh, they lost their right tackle this year. McGlinchey left, yep. He's gone, yep. yes. So, um, they, uh, will, will there be regression, though? Because there are a lot of people saying you, you, you threw, there was a luck factor and there was a lot of interceptions that were dropped, especially that Thursday night game against Seattle. Yeah, I, I'm sure but, that uh, his numbers were... Like, if you prorate his numbers last year for a full season, I doubt that he's going to put up that kind of a year this year and year two. And also, Nick Bose is a big story, too. Yeah. Like, how much time is that guy going to miss? Mm-hmm. But again, the key here is look at the weapons they have. Look at look at the personnel that's on defense. I mean, if Bosa does come back here, and assuming that he does, they have, what, the best or second best defensive line in football? PFF grades out their linebackers as number one overall. They have a top 10 secondary. And then I think they have the best weapons in the entire league, all things considered. You have McCaffrey. And then I, I don't even know, like, who's the best guy to throw the football to? Kittle, Samuel, or Ayuk? I love all three guys. I know, yeah. So, and that's why yeah. if, if Purdy just, if he can limit the turnovers or the turnover-worthy plays anyway, and just get the ball out and have those playmakers take off with the yak, I just, it's, they're so wow. good. Yep, and we'll do this tomorrow, though. But Seattle was so bad against the run. And that's the other thing where a tough matchup where it's like they had no chance stopping the 49ers in that playoff game. And the emergence, the the reemergence of Kittle once Purdy got back in Oh, yes. Purdy was feeding Kittle, and he was putting up big numbers. And again, going back to that that Seattle game on that Thursday night as well. So uh, I I was close. If Dak didn't have a bad game, maybe they lose at home to Dallas. But it's hard to look at many teams and say, yeah, they could give San Francisco problems in a playoff game. Or they, they have enough offensive talent where they can move the ball and then contain Purdy in that high-octane offense. I, right. just, I just can't. And that was it's a big talking point and why we were talking about this before the blackjack draft. It's Philadelphia and San Francisco, however you want to rank them. You can put Dallas in there if you want. But then again, with 27 years since they've been to a championship game, then who? Do you really, you really think Detroit's going to do that? Do you really think Detroit's going to go into San Francisco and win a playoff game or something? It, you're really running out of teams at that point yeah. compared to the AFC where it's loaded. I will say that the Eagles' schedule is uh, more difficult than the 49ers. On paper, yes. Oh, yeah, with the opponents that they yes. have to play, it is definitely more right. difficult. The problem but, is, again, what they're up against with that. That's right. That, that, that will come into play, I'm sure, at some point. Now, I wouldn't be surprised if they start the season 0-1 again. I mean, I, I'm, you got to love the Steelers and the Steelers catching points at home now and the threes are gone. I mean, that's a great game week one. Yeah, I made sure to grab three. I, we brought this up on the air a couple of weeks ago. I grabbed three minus 15 yeah. uh, just because you could tell that that number was going to go bye-bye. And no, I, I, I would not. I, come on, who's going to be shocked if Pittsburgh I, wins that game? No, I, I cannot believe the four and a half over plus money at DraftKings for division wins. They're not getting swept by Seattle. They're not losing to the Rams. The week two game, you're right. That will be a home game. It'll be probably 70, 39er fans. Oh, they're no, not, no, they're not going to no lose that game. And, and, you know, it's just the, and, and they gave, gave Seattle fits last year, too. So. Yeah, and they'll probably beat Arizona by a combined like 80 to 10. They will manhandle that team in both those games. 
It comes down, to me, it comes down to whether or not the Rams can take a game from them. I just, I think the Rams are... Shanahan owes McVay. Owns them. Yeah. He's, they've killed him in the regular well, season. The, 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 the good thing for the Rams is that they catch him in week two at home because, in theory, Stafford, Cup, and Donald will be healthy as long as they don't get hurt in week one, as opposed to, like, if they played the Rams in week 10 after their bye week, who, who the hell knows what the health would look like with the Rams at that point, right? So, four, yeah. by the way, that's priced the same as the, um, the Chiefs. Four and a half wins now. That was even money when it first opened in the summertime, and they moved to, yeah. they took money on yeah. the under. Yeah. Uh, we got this on our betting guide, too. The Niners have covered 10 in a row at home in conference games as well. But uh, you see that Cowboy Sunday night game up there as well. Yeah. But, if you did not have that ticket on this team from the Blackjack tournament, would you have any other bets on them? There's no reason to get involved when you have that ticket already. I, I think 11. I, 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 it's hard to get over 11 and a half, though, I think. No, oh, I can't do that. That, that I can't. I, I can't would, do I would it. go under 11 as and mu- a half. As much as I love this team on paper, I can't bet no. their win total over. Yeah. Yeah. College football games this weekend. Uh, we'll tell you about a system that has been profitable for 12 consecutive years. Next. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating? Or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Thank you, G Bank. Get rewarded before you ever place a bet with the G-Bank Visa Signature Card. Unlike other credit cards that decline sports betting transactions or treat them as a cash advance, the G-Bank Visa Signature Card can load directly to your favorite sportsbook apps. You'll earn a 1% cash rewards on gaming and sports app loads every time and 2% on other purchases. G-Bank Visa, a card designed for gaming and sports fans everywhere, works with apps like DraftKings, BetMGM, and Caesars. To learn more, go to g.bank slash visa. G dot bank slash visa 
All right, college football here. Really good story up on the website, vcin.com. And Steve Mackinnon has really terrific numbers and angles and systems that he writes pretty much every single week throughout the entire year. But this one is on college football. And Paulie, it's called his uh, stability system. And he's used it for 12 consecutive years. And as he wrote, he's never had a losing system when he tracks it or when he bets this. And it's the first four weeks of the college football season. Now, the degree of winning, it's, it's varied. It hasn't you know, been like as lucrative every single year compared to some others, but he's never had a losing season. And basically, he, puts a, he, saw, he assigns a score and a number as a quantitative way to determine each team's level of stability compared to how uh, they left the team in the prior season. It is one of the foremost strategies he employs every year to find early season value. Here's the numbers and what he wrote in the, uh, in the story. For example, returning head coach points. If you have the same coach as 2022, you get four points. If you have a new head coach, you get zero. Returning OC, you get three points. If you don't have the same OC, it's zero. Returning DC is three to zero. Returning starting quarterback points. If you have the same quarterback as last year, you get four points. If you have a new starting quarterback, you get zero. And then returning starter points. Again, this is his method, what he came up with. It's uh, worked for 12 straight years. If you have zero to seven returning offensive and defensive starters, you get zero points. If you have eight to nine, you get one. 10 to 12, you get two. 13 to 16 returning starters, you get three. If you have 17 to 19, you're assigned four points. And 20 to 22, you get five points. So he has found that a stability mismatch score of eight is the minimum of which he would consider a play for this thought process. Meaning if one team playing this week has a score of 10 and the other team has a score of zero, that's worth a play. But if the separation is not not as high as eight or more, then he would not consider it a play. Are you a little surprised uh, by the returning head coach and like OC stuff? Because you would think the new guy would come in. Yes, it would take time, but he'd come in with uh, new energy and a shot. I mean, obviously, it went, it didn't go well and went poorly that you have a change. And sometimes the team would quit on the guy, too. Sure. At the end. I, so I you, can you, see that. I would also, you can't, but you can't factor in like a coach-by-coach coach basis here because you yeah. can pick and choose then which coach you like and which coach you don't, mm-hmm. right? Because I think that if you did that based on, well, let's say Urban Meyer went somewhere as the new coach, do you think they're going to be improved from last year? Of course they would be. Or if Nick Saban left tomorrow for, uh, you know, a group of five team, yeah, that's kind of a different story. Yeah, but we say this all the time, though. Oh, in college athletics, big time, big time. College football, college basketball, you bring in a good coach, you turn it around immediately. Immediately you can turn it around. Yeah, you can. So, But this is very intriguing with the stability and and, uh, and Mackin and putting this together. Okay, so have uh, you seen the line movement in his first game that he yeah. that he wrote up? Again, vcin.com. Uh, I tweeted it out at Mitch Moss Radio, Kent State at UF, uh, Central Florida. And the line movement now, it got the, I'm tracking everything online yesterday, it got the 37. Yeah. So, but he has Central Florida by <laughs> yeah. his, again, stability mismatch score by 14 in his system. So to him, that was worth a bet when it was 35 and a half. And by the way, it was lower than 35 and a half. 
but he even thought that that number was worth a bet. Well, again, Wes Reynolds uh, on this network who works with Matt Humans thinks Kent State could be one of the worst teams in the country. And as Matt told us, Kent State doesn't return anyone on offense. And the uh, and the head coach left to go with Deion Sanders at Colorado. Mm-hmm. So not to have a single starter back on that side of the ball. And UCF making the big move now to the Big 12. And uh, that was something I'd have, to, I'd have to look back, though. Again, you could probably win this game by 45 points on accident. But what is, does Malzahn like to run up the score? Mm. I'd have to go back and look at, at his stops and yeah. what he likes to do in the in late in games. Yeah, another game on the list, and he has several of them. We'll bring up like three here. You can go find the other ones, vcin.com slash subscribe. NC State at Connecticut, and uh, he thought Connecticut plus 15 was worth a bet in his stability advantage. He has UConn by nine based on what they have coming back compared to what NC State has coming back. I, uh, I reached out to uh, our buddy Paul Stone yesterday because I, I wanted to bet UConn at 15 even before I read the story. And I'm looking at this, and I'm like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And I asked Paul what he would need to bet the Huskies, and he said, well, in the games of the year, when he came out here earlier in the summer, he grabbed UConn plus 17. Yeah, there was 18 out there. Yeah. Yep. So yep. it has come down a little bit, but yep. he, he thought that 15 was still probably worth a shot. And yep. it, the the job that Mora did there last year was unbelievable. That's what I meant by the top, right? That's uh, you're right. Case in point. Yeah, yeah. UConn, one of the worst programs in college football year after year after year. Mora comes in. Look what he did. Right. Incredible turnaround. Yeah. Uh, what they would uh, be lucky to win two games. And he did an excellent job. So yep. and I'll give you one other game, too. It is Friday night. Stanford's playing at Hawaii. Now, this number, again, was Matt Eumann said on the show yesterday, VEASAN hosts, what, 10? Yep. It was uh, 10 at some spots earlier. Opened, I think, at several spots, 7. And now Stanford's down to 3.5 everywhere. But in his advantage system here, he has Hawaii by 17. God. Like, they got a ton of stuff back. Stanford has nothing. At this point, is Hawaii still worth a bet at uh, 3.5? He grabbed Hawaii plus the seven when it was ready, uh, readily available. Are they going to win this game outright? I wouldn't be surprised. No, I think that that's... Look uh, at, they're on a nice ATS run. I mean, they're right. Look at the turnaround from the just the Vandy games. I know. 63 to 10 at home. 400 yards rushing, nine yards per carry. Then you go, you almost beat them on the road. And you remember, they had a first and goal at the one, didn't score, and they lost by seven. Mm-hmm. Total open 65 and a half, by the way. Yep. Down to 59 now. Well, and Humans was making his case that uh, that number is still worth playing to the under. Uh-huh. And I, I, I still think Hawaii might be worth a bet at plus three and a half, although those the best numbers are... In fact, I might just take a money line to win the game outright, yeah. even though I'm late to the party. Yep. Because I think Stanford's going to be just... like every, Look at their win total this year. What, two and a half? They're terrible. Well, they're pounding the unders again. I'll tell you that. Well, based on whether it's the new rules and the clock doesn't stop, whatever it is. But there, there's a nine-point move on the Georgia Tech-Louisville total, which is Friday night. Yep. You brought up something during the break that uh, is worth a discussion here for a few minutes, Paulie. And that is, if Cam Rising, what, plays in the game? No, if he doesn't play. If he doesn't play. Sorry, because they listed him if as the number one play. quarterback. Yeah. If you're going to come out now with legalized sports betting, and if you're going to come out a week before the game and say put him number one on the depth chart, that's correct. And then he doesn't play. There needs to be uh, a penalty for that, and that that stuff can't be allowed. You can't do that. So I think he's doing it on purpose. Again, we just see these coaches don't give you anything. Well, I'm not telling you who's going to play. I don't want to give. So then, why would he say a week out that that you know two weeks ago he said I don't know it could come down to the last ten minutes. 
Then a week out, he, they list rising as number one on the depth chart. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's playing. Well, and and, and this was this was ten. It goes down to four and a half. It was up to six and a half, and now people I trust are saying rising won't play. Mm-hmm. There needs you cannot allow this to happen, and it's garbage. And it, it, same thing with the NFL. I mean, it, Josh Allen, one of the best players. We didn't know what the hell was going on in that Minnesota game. No. You can't have one of the best players in the sport, and you're getting you're getting conflicting reports about. I don't know. He's not even out there. Will he play 90 minutes before the game? So you can't have this. That was, I think it was more than that, actually. I think it wasn't like an hour or 30 minutes before yeah. the game. We didn't know what was going to happen. And well, by there the were way, plenty I, of other examples, too, about key players, and, and you're not giving, getting any information we're an hour before kickoff. Yeah, and I don't want the excuse. I, I don't want to hear the college excuse. Like, we're not pros. Um, no way. These are student athletes. No. BS, you have the NIL. No. A lot of, ton of these kids are getting paid. Uh, you cannot fall no. back and say that anymore. That's, no. That ship has sailed. I'll go look at Brian Kelly. He knows. I'm going to really be good uh, and judicious about updating the uh, injury report. And that's for betting, too. I mean, that's what it should be. You can't come out and say, he's, yeah, oh, he's playing. He's number one on the depth chart, and the guy doesn't play. Well, I You think, can't do that. Yeah, I, I'm put it this way. If I had to bet on him playing at this point, it would be a heavy favorite that he's not going to play. Because the market here, definitely, the, the way that this is ping-ponged back and forth for several days now, when it almost touched seven again, and back, I'm seeing four at a lot of spots today. Uh, the market knows that he's not going to play. Got another one. Chase Daniel, Justin Herbert against Jacksonville. Yep. In the in the scoreboard stadium, it said Daniel's your starting quarterback. All right. Huge move. Didn't play. Did not play. Yeah. Stuff can't happen. No, that's unacceptable. It absolutely. Got to clean that up. Can't do it. And I wonder if anything will happen. Wonder if anything will happen to to Whittingham if in fact this is true and Rising doesn't play. He'll just he'll blow it off, but he he probably won't get penalized for it. Need to take a ruler to his wrist. Come on, heavy hand. Um, up next, who's on the hot seat this year? A fun discussion on an annual basis here on Beeson. Excited for the updated NFL betting guide tomorrow. Picks, picks, and more picks. Uh, everyone added a bunch of picks. VSIN betting splits, how to use them, football contest strategies. If you want the best and most comprehensive collection of picks, predictions, and previews, now's the time to become a VSIN Pro subscriber for as low as $19. Sign up today, vsin.com slash subscribe. Looking forward to it. I, all right, ESPN did this, uh, and now with the, the season eight days away, they did hot seat. Someone with every organization that's on the hot seat, and whether it's a coach, GM, or a player. Start with the Cowboys, McCarthy. Maybe you want to put Dak on that list. I don't know. But McCarthy, yes, at the end of the season, would they make a coaching change if it doesn't work out? Jerry, not getting any younger. And with this long stretch, as I said earlier, 27 years without getting to a to a Super Bowl, uh, Obviously, it will not happen. I think we, we laugh at the first coach fired stuff. He just isn't going to do that. I think he's only done it once in his yeah. in his career. Was, was it uh, Wade Phillips? In any event, I can't imagine, even if it goes sideways, that he would fire McCarthy midseason. So at the end of the season, if they underachieve and miss the playoffs, okay. But I will agree that there's uh, that the seat's hot 
from McCarthy, even though they won a playoff game last year. My God, he's been a coach for 17 years now, huh? I guess that makes sense. I mean, he botched the thing in Green Bay for a good 10 years, so before they finally said, hey, it's not no working doubt. here. Time to move on. Yep, yep. Or he lost another close one. It would, you know, I feel that same way about Bill Cowher. How many big games did he lose? He's in the Hall of Fame? Well, you can say I mean, that about more... But how many times was Bill Cowher at home in an AFC title game and lost? Lost to the Patriots, he was a big favorite. He lost to Stan Humphreys. I mean, he had a lot of stinkers. I look at quarterbacks and how they played a little bit more and like their team performance. Like the Manning debacles year after year with the Colts is just yeah. a 14-2 and two every single year. Yeah. Home field advantage. Oh, another first-round loss. All right. Wait, He's what? High on the Steelers, no doubt. But if they don't get it done this year and you don't see a big year out of Pickett, Matt Canada. I thought he would work wonders with this offense last year, the new system, and uh, it didn't really work out. You know, you know, can maybe blame the offensive line. A lot of the wide receivers were ticked off at the scheme, but it's a big year for Matt Canada, and I, I will agree with that one, that he's on the hot seat in Pittsburgh. Because you know the defense is stacked. I mean, can you score enough points where you make the playoffs and can win a game or two? Well, let's, in let's the talk about this for a second here. What's not to like with the offense? Sure. Right? I mean, Pickett's in his second year. I know people who are, you know, they need, I need to see it to, to believe it, like in terms of the jump, but I think that he can make a nice jump this year. Overall, though, this team is as good as any team, if not better, at drafting wide receivers. I mean, look at this again. Now, Pickens has been awesome in the preseason. He was such a good prospect going to Georgia, got hurt, obviously. But if that kid can take off, along with uh, Johnson and then the combo at running back. They have the weapons here. Okay. Very good. I want to see what you think of this one. In light of what happened yesterday, now we know no one's pushing him. He's the only guy on the roster. Mac Jones. Let's go back to the rookie year and then how it ended. Blown out in the playoff game against Buffalo. Did not play well down the stretch. Hasn't played well against the Bills at all. And then last year was a debacle. Uh, so if he has a, uh, you can't blame Patricia this year. Now you have O'Brien. And you can maybe point to the lack of weapons. But if they finish in last place, he doesn't have a big year. And he, and he, had, a good, he had a good camp by all re- uh, reports. Does the New England, are they looking at a new quarterback? I would, I would like to give him at least two years if uh, O'Brien's going to stay there for a year beyond this too. Because again, last year was just, how do you do that to the kid? How do you bring in a defensive-minded coach? I can't believe Hoodie did that. Uh, Neither can I. And then, I mean, I look, I mean, Mac Jones was leaving the field, and you could hear they had to use a seven-second delay because he was cussing so loudly at the coaches and, uh, you know, probably at Patricia on the sideline there. So, uh, look, I mean, they're expected to finish in last place in their division, probably by a couple of games, if you look at what the market's telling us. I love Belichick. Love him. How's the record without Brady? How's it gone since Brady left? Okay. Joe Douglas and Salah. Now, quarterback's a very important position. I know, obviously. I got you. I sure, but that's, yeah. Um, Joe Douglas, 20 and 44 record. Salah, 11 and 23 since becoming head coach of the Jets. Oh, he's absolutely on the hot seat now. Yep. And at first six games. Now, this can go so, either way, right? He can win coach of the year or potentially right. be first coach fired. That's right. How about Goff? You want to push back there or no? I think even if he has an average season, they still... I mean, they drafted Hooker, but he's not ready. What are they going to do? Uh, I don't think no, he'll be I'm ready. Not, after what I, he I did last year? I can't get there with that. No. No. I can get there I with would the, say Dan Campbell could be. Yeah? Okay. Patrick Graham, defensive coordinator, Raiders. 
28th in total defense, last in takeaways, 30th in sacks. Absolutely. Well, here's the thing, right, with coordinators. You still need some talent, right? I mean, some guys are capable to make it work pretty much regardless of where they go. Like Fangio could probably make it work with a lot. He would make a lot of teams improve that are really, really bad. Not every DC is Vic Fangio, though. Yeah. The, the Raiders have whiffed on so many draft picks. So going, I mean, the, the Mayock That's right. That's right. The Mayock grew, basically the Gruden years were so bad. I can't, I still can't believe I lost a win total bet on them two years ago. Did you see Leatherwood was cut? Oh, yeah, another one. First yeah. round guy they had to have. We saw him play at Alabama <laughs> yeah. in the national title game. Sure, we're going to take him in the first round. Yeah. When yeah. he had a third round grade or whatever uh-huh. it was. Yeah. So, ah, boy. Who's on the hot seat? That should be McDaniels, by the way. Yep, chime in. I, 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 that's fair. No doubt. You can't blow all these halftime leads and double-digit leads. No. Rivera, obvious. Well, he has to be. Wilson, obvious. The, the gem from Michael Lombardi. He has a short leash. Maybe Stidham gets in there. Peyton will not screw around. Stefanski. Yep, we know that. No doubt. Ritter, absolutely. Uh, will they go? Will they make a move early on in the season? Cousins. Yeah, he's going to be their guy, but what? this is a big year for the future, you know? How many like, can you keep bringing him back and giving him all this money? And then, you know, yeah, they won 13 games, but it was smoke and mirrors, and they got beat and couldn't win a playoff game. Yeah, I'm not going to say now, no. End of the year, that that goes back to the first person you talked about with uh, McCarthy. Have you seen the facial hair? He looks like Johnny Cakes. Yeah, it does, it's, it's, it's not a good look. <laughs> Clean it up a little bit. Can't pull it off. No. Uh, you know this. You've been very outspoken about this guy, Gudenkunsk, uh, with, the, with the Packers. With the Packers? Well, you might also want to put Jordan Love there, right there too, one, two. Maybe more so Jordan Love. What if Jordan Love can't play? Oh, I think he'll his, be fine. This first that's, year, but... Yeah, but if it's a disaster, or I would definitely point the finger at this guy, saying, well, wait a second, why'd you take this guy? It wasn't a need. We had Rodgers. He was winning MVPs. Why didn't you get him help with uh, offense, especially the wide receiver position? Uh, here's the bad part about the Packers. They have no owner. Right, The shareholders yeah. own the team. So the, the management, basically, that guy has nobody to speak to other than the owners, right? I, I'm pretty sure that's how it works with the team. So, they, they, again, this... you I, I don't want to ramble for too long here, but the amount of times that they had a chance to go out and get somebody in free agency to maybe help them get over the top... Absolutely. And they won't even consider it. Yep. Drove me insane. Yep. I think I agree with this one because Danny Dimes got his money. He's locked up. How about Barkley? What if Barkley doesn't have a big year? Or he's in, or more there's injuries. Well, look I mean, at the abs- running back position absolutely. now. Absolutely, but not only not only is Barkley gone. Who knows who's going to give him a long term deal? I mean, and what's going to happen? Put so it this, this way, is a Paulie. huge and those all those ridiculous. Jacobs did a great job. That contract, those incentives, that'd be a career year for him to hit those incentives. I would say that running backs are on the hot seat the second they're drafted. Yeah, with the current current uh, CBA. And how the contracts work out? Look at—I mean, it's this year's Exhibit A. Look no further. It's not—it's not happening for that position. Totally agree with this one. Staley and Telesco, the GM with the Chargers. They have to be three playoff appearances. That's it in twelve years. And with all this talent and and at least what they have with the quarterback, I love the again. I love getting Kellen Moore as the OC and get rid of Lombardi. And it's going to be taking shots down the field and go. And you get Johnson as well in the first round, but. Yeah, if they if they miss the playoffs, Staley's gone. You're probably looking at a new GM as well. Well, they have to move on if he misses the playoffs. I don't know, man. The G, the GM's done a good job acquiring all the talent. Like there's a ton of talent on this team. I'll go one. I'll go one further. If they blow another playoff game, I'm not going to say yeah, like last year yeah, because last yeah. year was so egregious. 
But if they blow a, uh, you know, a, a two-score lead in the second half in the playoff game, then the head coach probably gone. Who's on the hot seat in Buffalo? How many people could it possibly be? Like if, it, if they have a down year, if they miss, if they shock the world and oh, miss the playoffs, I would, I would only point at the head coach. Yeah, God, that's it. Tough. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, think, I, I, think, I think Dorsey would be the fall guy. Yeah, I could see that too. At least you could say, well, defense, I think, defensively, we had so many injuries last year. And yeah, I think McDermott's actually really, really good. Um, and there's been a drop off from yeah. Dayball to to Dorsey. Yeah, which. It, 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 Regardless of who followed Dayball, there was going to be a drop-off. That guy was phenomenal. And then he goes on to win Coach of the Year right away yeah. last, last year. Your running game can't be Josh Allen design no, runs or not just at all. take off and go. That right. can't be. All right, so follow the money here on VSIN, the sports betting network. The email here is ftm at vsin.com. Who is on the hot seat, uh, in your opinion, this year? We'll hit today's Major League Baseball card up next. When does his luck run out? There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with CallShe. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare this is follow the money on vsan Eight days from the NFL season. Let's go, baby. Get in on the action. DraftKings Sportsbook, official sports betting partner of the NFL. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and score $200 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app before kickoff. Use code FOLLOW. FOLLOW to get $200 in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code FOLLOW. Bonus bets expire after seven days. Eligibility restrictions apply. And they're great contest. The Survivor... Entry fee, they have a dollar contest, $10, $100, $1,000 entry. In the Pick'em contest, $5, $50, $500, $5,000.
and 50000 as well. Each contestant is required to take one week off during the season. You get a total of 80 games to pick throughout the season. Get up there and good luck. I want to go back to something from uh, one of the betting panels at Bet Bash, the event that was here at Circa a couple of weeks back when the college football panel I was moderating, uh, Matt Metcalf was on it, who is the, he was the longtime sportsbook director here at Circa, still a consultant. He's very, very sharp. Uh, the question that I, I like the most is, like when they would make a number for their college football openers, he would kick it around with the guys in the back, like what, what number would you need to take like a really bad team when they're playing a mm-hmm. power five juggernaut, right? Like he wants to make the uh, opening number 28, but he, he tells himself, I can't because there's no way I would take 28. Like would I take 36? So what's the conversation like? Tonight in Major League Baseball, um, as the Diamondbacks continue the series against the Dodgers, Pauly, that's the question that needs to be answered, right? Is that what Lance Lynn's on the mound, and I'll get to him in a second here. Look at this number right now. The Dodgers are $1.55 today. Against this guy. I know he pitched well the last time out, and it was great against the Padres and got a no decision. But this, like, they're, they're going to hit. They hit They hit Kelly. They hit Gallon. What are they going to do to him? The, the What number would you need to take with yeah. the Diamondbacks? I, I'm not yeah. joking. I don't even think I would take $2. Yeah. So I'm going to have to bet the Dodgers today on principle. That, that number, I don't even, like how, why, what, where, when. Yep. All the major questions, right? Yep. Yep. How about 23 and 4 in August? How about that? It's, it's, it's a machine. Right? Yeah, absolutely. So here are the numbers with Lance Lynn and why I'm not too enthusiastic about betting or laying the $1.55. He's made five starts so far with this team since coming over from the White Sox. His ERA is 2.03. Looks great, right? Well, the advanced numbers say, hold on a second there, Johnny. The FIP is 4.69. That's two and a half runs worse on what is uh, the expected number, right? His BABIP, batting average of balls in play, very low at 244. So he's getting fortunate when guys actually hit the ball. The left on base strand rate, 97.6%. So once guys are getting on base, like essentially none of them are scoring. Like the K rate is 7.55 Ks per nine. The home run rate is almost two per nine. So the numbers are telling you that you need to fade Lance Lynn. And I, that's completely baked in. The Dodgers are a buck 55 against this guy for the Diamondbacks. I, I think it's too short. I really do. Yeah. And I can't believe the price on the, on the Giants as well with Webb going against Hunter Green. And the Giants trying to go for the sweep. That's another one. Startled me last night on the opening number. Nine day games today as well. Uh, Good card. Very good card. How about Framber going against the Red Sox? Boston's streak of 12 straight overs came to an end. And Houston gets another big win. But, you know, he had 114 pitches last time. Almost through the no-no. Who had the no-no. They took him out after seven. And he's going against Crawford. And you figure he's going to get touched up. And Houston will get something against him. I want to go back. We had Jared Carabas Carabas on the show on Monday. Awesome on baseball, baseball's dead podcast. He's with DraftKings. He slid that in there about like like nobody's talking about the Astros. Nobody. We're discussing the American League, this yeah. hot stretch by the Mariners, how Six the Rangers straight, are falling apart. Six straight ALCS appearances. Right, and he expects yep. his team to be there in the end. Does that feel fair to you? Because at the deadline, it was a big deal because they picked up yep. Verlander. But to his point, like they've been lingering around when the Rangers were even like super hot for three and a half months, they never pulled away from the Astros. 
And now we have a three-way tie in yeah. that division. No, he's right. It's all been Baltimore and Baltimore with the best record. And Tampa had the hot start. And the Yankees are a joke and a mess. And and Texas made the, it was made a lot of moves. They were playing great ball. Well, up here comes Seattle, right? Right. It's like that, right down here. So it, It's uh, like your point with uh, Chiefs yeah. fatigue in the NFL. Yeah. I think yeah. because of the cheating, because this team has been there for so many consecutive years now, I think there's like Astros fatigue yeah. from people. I wouldn't want to play them, no doubt. But that's, again, it goes back to my what I said earlier about the Orioles. I'm sitting here at 83 and 49. I should have a huge lead for the one seed in the division. I, I can't what? shake Tampa because I don't want to see like a Houston or a Texas in the first round, even if it would be at home. It's a tough out. I want to put my feet up and relax and let these teams fight it out and use some pitchers. Sonny Gray's a dollar fifty against Bibby in, in Cleveland. Is that too high? This guy's had a hell of a year. He's ten and three with an ERA of three. Minnesota, twelve games over five hundred at home, fifty-two and thirty-eight when they're favored. And the Cleveland won't go away. I know it's a six-game lead, but Cleveland got the win last night. And now you're seeing a dollar sixty-five now on Gray. I'm pulling up the uh, game uh, log rich. right now. Uh, yeah, uh, a little rich. Now that kid's been good. Yeah, I'm pulling up the game log right now on Bibby because his K prop tonight is uh, intriguing yeah. to me. And in, in recent starts, he has struck out five, six, five, six. There's a six in there, another eight, a six, a nine, a seven. His K prop, because uh, the Twins have struck out, it's been alarming the entire year how many times they strike out per game. So maybe Bibby on the K prop would be worth a, a little change tonight on that game. The Brewers and Cubs game again, right? Huge game for the Cubs. Has to be. Yeah. All these games are now going to be really big going forward for a bunch of teams. Well, if you want to win the division, yeah. Yeah, if you if you want to, you have to take this game pretty much. Woodruff in his career, 10 games at Wrigley, a 3.38 ERA. All the numbers are strong. 10 Ks per nine. The FIP and the whip are also very good. But he's only made six starts overall on the season. He's He was injured a lot. He came back. He got touched up for four earned runs in five innings against Texas two starts ago. But other than that, Woodruff has been very, very good. I know that you talked about Hendricks. He's had a couple of blowups this year for sure. But in his career against Milwaukee, which is 16 games, the ERA is 3.43. The FIP is lower than that. The whip is good. The case per nine are 8.3. But this number feels a little bit light on Milwaukee. Yeah, it does. This could be, uh, you might catch me at Hoover Dam later tonight. This, this schedule and th- these prices are out of control. I'll give you another one. And I know it's been gone sideways here lately, but they've got off the mat the last two days. Haney was a dollar twenty yesterday. Rangers won. Senga's favorite against Dane Dunning. Hey, come on, and we get a little bit carried away here. The lack of respect for Texas, how this whole series has been mispriced, and they're trying to get this one too. Well, That's I, odd to me. I will say this: the most important player to a betting number is the starting pitcher. Now, if you compare just the rosters overall, clearly the Rangers are a better team than the Mets. However, Senga's been great. And again, I'll I'll point this out for next year. Any number that you thought you might get on Senga to win the Cy Young next year is going to be not worth it to me. He's probably going to open like a 20 to 1 in that range. If I'm wrong, uh, I'll be happy to say that I'm wrong. And if it's much higher than that, I'll grab him. But since June 23rd, he's made 11 starts, 2.77 ERA, 2.75 FIP, 10.66 Ks per nine, and fewer than, well, 0.42 home runs per nine. Senga has been awesome. But it's the Rangers again. Yeah. They've been, yeah. they were lucky to win the, the game offense. yesterday. Where's the offense? That's exactly right. Yeah, yeah. but uh, you know, the pitching been hanging in there at least the last couple days as well. And I'll give you another one. 
The Phillies have won seven of eight. Turner's starting to hit. Schwar- seems Schwarber and Harper go deep every night. There's a gr- there's great Bryce Harper audio we'll get to coming up. Dry- I listen to WIPI driving in. What would they say? I hit the home run for a, a caller? For a caller. Yeah, he said he's hilarious. <laughs> he listens all the time. He drives me nuts. He must have been ripping them. Um, but come on. The Angels just punted on the season. Not that they were going anywhere yes, anyways. They did. So this is, again, the, the Phillies might put up a 10 spot today against Detmers. Total nine and a half. Sanchez sixty. I mean, one team is playing hot. One team's not going, we'll watch out when we get in the playoffs. And the other team, it's just playing the string out and how bad they've been since August 1st. Yeah. Uh, this time of year, high-priced favorites on a parlay? Yeah. I want the raise, too. I want Alpha. Yeah, so do I. I had the raise yesterday. I want to come yep. right back. I don't trust Lazardo. The Marlins are going to miss the playoffs. They've been playing bad ball, horrible ball, actually, since the All Star break. Mm-hmm. And again, the Rays have won nine of eleven. It's ridiculous. And yesterday there that was are. Alcantara going for the Marlins. Yep. Yep. He, his pitch that count got the... way up there in a short that doesn't normally happen to him. So yeah, the, this this raise number here, I think, is probably yeah, there's like five, six games, Paulie. Savali did it again. Is that 11 starts in a row or something? Thinking about all these games? Three-year runs? How about a round robin today? How about that? Like that. Can I talk you into that? It's, it's, be, it's scary how many favorites is. I like today. Yeah. I don't want the Red Sox either. I right? got to tread lightly. Even what I said about Valdez. I, I do like the Astros. I have to yeah. tread lightly. Up next, VEASAN host Tim Murray is going to join the program. He loves college football. What does he think of the Ohio State quarterback situation? We'll ask him next on Follow the Money. It's VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating? Or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.